finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Good and Bad Debt. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, attentive financial coaching services. We create successful financial plans by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. There are many types of debt. Some are good types that help you build credit and others can just get you into trouble. Revolving and non-revolving credit can be part of that. Revolving credit is when you borrow money repeatedly, paying at least a portion on a regular basis. Each time you make a payment, including the interest, you can spend against that balance again. Credit cards and other lines of credit are examples of this. These generally have no end date. Credit cards are issued by banks, and as a reward for paying on time, they'll often raise the amount that you can borrow. Interest rates can be relatively high on these loans, though. 18 to 21% is fairly common. This means that you'll owe almost 20% of what you borrowed back to the lender. So if you buy $100 with your credit card and don't pay it back that month, you'll owe $20 or $120 back for the ability to have borrowed that money. This is why you need to only charge what you can afford to pay back each month. One effective secret is to pay half of what you owe two weeks before it's due and then the remaining amount on the due date. That way you'll still be able to make your payments and save money and interest by making the payment early. You'll also be making actually 13 months of payments over the course of one year. Home equity lines of credit, or HELOCs, are similar. You open a line of credit against the equity, or the value you have in your house. This is essentially a second mortgage on your home that you'll put up your home as collateral. Collateral serves as a pledge or a promise to repay that loan. If you don't pay back the money you borrowed against your home, you can lose your home, though. These loans often have much lower interest rates than credit cards do, maybe around 5% with excellent credit scores. And unlike a credit card, there may not be an actual card that you use to charge, but instead might be checks to write against that loan. These HELOCs, or home equity loans, do not require you to spend any of it. You can have the credit ready for when you're ready to use it. And if you're not ready to use the line of credit, you don't owe any interest until you actually start to use the loan. There are also revolving credit lines that can be secured or unsecured. Secured means that you put up something as a good faith to show that the loan will be repaid. And if not, something will be given in its place. Those who have or have had bad credit may need to offer a security as a promise to repay their loan. For example, a car loan is secured with that vehicle and it could be repossessed if not paid in full. Credit cards like this may instead ask for money up front that you spend down until you can prove yourself credit worthy. Typically, credit cards are unsecured, meaning that you're extended credit before you have to pay it back. This is dependent on your credit score, though. The better your score, the better your chance to not only have an unsecured card, but you may also qualify for rewards or charge you no annual fee or even both. Bad credit scores can mean that your income, occupation, bank balances, and even where you went to school and studied are going to be required before they'll give you the card. All of this is meant to confirm that you are worthy of being offered credit. Non-revolving credit is very different in that it cannot be used again once paid in full. 
Typically, an example might include student loans or even car loans. Once the loan is paid in full, that loan is closed. These loans offer lower interest rates compared to revolving counterparts, generally pay back on a monthly schedule. These loans are often secured by collateral that the lender will take if you fall behind on your payments. The benefit of these types of loans is that because it's secured, you can often get larger loans, but they both offer the benefit based on your need. Equifax defines good debt to be thought of as a loan that you can use to increase your return on an investment. Your mortgage is an example of an expected increase in value, thus making it worthy of paying interest on that loan, even though the loan can be quite large. Another benefit of a mortgage loan and or a home equity loan is the interest that you pay monthly can be deducted at tax time as long as you use the loan for building, buying, or improving your home. Student loans are generally considered good debt. Student loans improve your chances at better jobs through education and increasing your earning potential. Any debt you cannot repay is bad debt. By decreasing your credit score and causing higher interest rates, this bad debt can make a bad situation worse. Cars fall into this category as well because an auto depreciates or goes down in value the moment that you buy it. But you might need your auto to improve your job situation. Spending too much on household items or clothing can also be considered bad debt if you don't pay off your credit cards at month's end. What about borrowing to pay off debt? If you're using payday loans, this is bad debt. I talk about payday loans in episode number 55, but essentially you're going to pay an incredible amount in interest for these loans. Debt consolidation from a bank or reputable firm is a reasonable option. They generally offer you a low interest rate to combine your higher interest rate loans into one monthly payment. The benefit includes that there is one payment that you'll owe and the higher interest rate loans are rolled into this lower interest rate. When paying down debt, if you have many companies that you've borrowed from, there are two trains of thought on how to repay this. One is to pay off the lowest loan first, called debt snowball. If you owe $112, $313, $4,101, $4,101, the thought is to pay the minimum amounts on the two higher loans and put as much as you can toward the lower amount to pay it off. Then you take the amount that you had been paying towards the $112 loan and put that towards the $313 loan with the minimum payments that you were making before and payments on the $4,101 loan. And you continue to do that until the $313 is paid in full. And all of that amount then goes towards that last and higher loan. The other option is to pay down the highest interest rate first called a debt avalanche. Using the numbers of the $112,313,4,101, if the interest rates are 22% on the $313,18% on the $4,101, and 4% on the $112, the idea is that by paying down the highest interest rate, you're saving money by not owing interest on it for as long. Then, once the loan has been paid off, you start paying just as much as you were on that loan on the next highest interest rate loan. At all times, you need to make sure you're making the minimum monthly payments, and this is often the interest that you owe on the balance of that loan. But by paying off the highest loan, you'll be saving money because you'll be paying lower and lower interest rates. Although debt avalanche can save you more money in interest, the snowball method can sometimes let you see debt disappear first. In our scenario here, maybe you feel more motivated to pay off the smaller $112 amount and then avalanche the remaining balances. 
The reality is use whichever you'll be more successful with and the one that you're going to stick with is best for you. No matter what kind of debt you have, pay it off as soon as you can and then don't buy what you can't pay for each month. The best kind of good debt is not having any debt at all. Thanks for listening to Finances and Good and Bad Debt. We know you chose to listen and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share this episode with a friend. Finally, consider leaving a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Please let me know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like me to cover by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.